today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's on everybody's mind. I've got kids. You may have kids. There's such a small percentage of the population that's not affected. Not affected. If anyone at all feels what well, doesn't affect my life if kids don't go back to school or if they do, I, I don't know how it doesn't. It's got a ripple effect for everything. Um, that's that's just patently obvious to me. Uh, the MPP for Davenport uh, from the NDP and the education critic for Ontario's opposition party is Marit Stiles, and she joins me now on the Bill Kelly Show. Marit, it's Greg Brady. Thank you very much for making the time. Thanks so much for inviting me. Of course. Um, so I noticed you, uh, you hashtag, not that Twitter is everything, it's a bit of an echo chamber, but you're active on it, I'm active on it, uh, to get words out. And the hashtag Safe September was trending last night and today. Um, like I said, I, I think you can not have kids, and this is a, um unbelievably important issue for our economy, for our well-being, for parents, and, and obviously the kids themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, I, I think that, schools and childcare are critical to our economic recovery. So if you think of it like that, then if you're an employer, for example, you, you know, you're going to be hoping that there's a solution uh, in come September because otherwise um, what we're hearing, what we're seeing is that a lot of parents um, are at wit's end if they have to handle, you know, in school, out of school, uh, emergency distance learning again. Uh, th- this is what we're hearing is that people are going to start dropping out of the workforce. Some already are. Uh, so as you know, employers need people back at work, and and I think just for everybody's health and wellness too, it's going to be really important. It was uh, even if we go back a year ago, eight months ago, quite contentious, obviously between teacher unions um, and the Ford government and, and Minister Stephen Lecce. Um, are you concerned there isn't enough um, enough give and take uh, between the two parties? Look, like the education ministry can plan legislation, they can give proposals, but it's the teachers and the principals uh, that have to enact it, and and they need to have a say. Yeah, and you know, I have to say, it really has been um, a disappointing part of all of this that uh, we haven't seen that kind of consultation happening with the frontline folks who actually, of course, are the ones who who can see a little bit about, like, what's going to work and what's not when we return to school. So I think it's really important, and I think the government's really missed that, uh, which is unfortunate. They've also downloaded all the work and the planning onto school boards. And what we're seeing now is that school boards are saying, look, uh, we can't see a path forward unless there's some significant funding attached. And the government so far hasn't made any new funding commitments. Now, we had the uh, director of the Hamilton-Wentworth board on earlier in the show, and and he says that they've... Um, they've been able to make preparations for um, for PPE. They've been able to make preparations to, you know, make some alterations to the water fountains. So there is work uh, slowly but surely being done by boards to outfit both high schools and elementary schools to prep for September, right? Yeah, you know, I think boards have really um, generally done an incredible job. I mean, if you consider what they had to put pull together in between March and uh, and June and and, and getting all those devices out to, to families, for example, so everybody could, could potentially participate in the online learning. I mean, they've done an incredible job, and they have been working at this all summer. I don't want anybody to think they're not doing the job. The problem is, though, when it comes to, you know, if we're going to create more smaller classes, for example, we're going to need more staff, more teachers, more education workers, more custodians, and we're going to need some extra extra funding. And all of the boards are saying that there's no way they can afford to do all those things without additional funds. Mart Stiles, our guest, NDP education critic. Um, tell me something that, that you would praise uh, 
Ford and Lecce for for saying later this week, if indeed they are to do so? Something you would be in concert with, on board with? Hmm. Well, I mean, I I am really I, I do I do hope that what they announce this week is um, some kind of move to a to a full uh, return to school. But but what I really need to see there is. Um, something ambitious that involves uh, hiring quickly uh, many of the new graduates, maybe some of the occasional teachers, uh, adding lots of staff and space. I'd love to see governments at all levels um, offer up some additional space for schools to move into. I think it's really important. So some part, some of this is going to be keeping you know schools clean, obviously, and that PPE and infection control. But a lot more of it is going to be about how we we can maintain some of that distancing, and and I think that's really important, not just for the kids, because we know there's lots of debate about you know how much kids are susceptible to COVID or carriers. But it's also you know schools are also about a lot of adults, not just the adults who work in the schools, but the the adults at home, the kids are coming home to. So you know there there is an issue here, and we really don't want to see this go sideways. Mark Siles, our guest, NDP education critic. Um, transportation is such a massive issue, and it, it almost feels secondary or, or even tertiary to the point where we're talking about classrooms and, and keeping everybody safe. But transportation is such a massive factor. Oh. When I bought, uh, when my wife and I bought our, our GTA home, it was such a priority to say, can our kids walk safely and, and it, with good proximity to and from their elementary school? Now, they can't for high school, so we had to pick one or the other. But there are so many parents. I grew up in a rural neighborhood. It was a bus or a car. There was oh, no yeah. walking, no bike, no nothing. And so many of our students across the province, um, d- you know, deal with that every day. And this is going to be a huge, huge. Parents might th- say, I feel safe with my kid in the class. I'm a lot less, I'm a lot less confident about the bus. Yeah, totally. And I mean, there are, as you said, so many students across the province who and families who depend on our our school busing. And and when you talk to folks in the in almost every board of Hamilton is a really good example of this. Um, you know, busing and transportation has been one of the biggest cost factors for them. It's growing as a cost factor. Uh, they haven't been getting the funding they need. And and the other struggle is finding people to to drive the buses. And mm-hmm. that's been hard enough. But now with COVID, we know that a lot of the bus drivers um, have tended to be on the older side. Uh, we're hearing that they're nervous, as they, as you can imagine, they would be as well. And so there's a bit of a crisis happening right now. And I think that's the other area. You know, absolutely, transportation is going to be critical because in many parts of this province, you know, parents simply can't be, uh, a, they just simply can't be the ones who are transporting their kids back and forth. Um, I, I talked to enough, te- my, parents, my parents were both teachers. I talked to enough teachers uh, that I, I wonder, um, and, and I think teacher unions, the one th- criticism of them from even members of the union, and they, they tend not to say it publicly, but I'll say it, they they, they criticize sort of the, the level of, uh, of accountability sometimes of not the, not, the, not the bad teachers per se, but the idea that there's a concern, I, I'd say, that, that a teacher will say, well, the, the conditions are unsafe, I'm not going into the school. Now, that may be true, and it may be accurate for their specific position, but where are we going to land if teachers en masse decide it's not safe and I'm not going? What do we do? Well, you know, I I worry about this a lot because I am worried that the government's not going to, is going to kind of download everything onto school boards, and school boards have said they don't have the money to put in place the measures that are going to make everyone feel safe. And so I am worried about that. I'm also worried that a lot of families will decide to opt out of school for their kids. Um, But, you know, that, that to me is we can't we can't force people into a situation. We've seen this throughout COVID. You know, there's a lot of anxiety out there. I mean, I feel nervous that Toronto is going to 
to, to phase three and I'm, totally. I'm yeah. nervous, you know? So I understand how people feel. And unless we actually um, are willing to put in place the protections for the adults who are at risk in particular, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people, and you know what, to be fair to them, just the way that we talk about other essential workers, if they have, um, if they're immunocompromised, if they have reasons to be concerned about that, we have to respect that too. So let's make the situation as safe as possible for everyone. Let's acknowledge that it's really, really a big priority. In fact, you know, schools and childcare, it should be the number one priority. I mean, aside from long-term care, that should be this province's number one priority if we're going to get people back to work, if we're going to recover the economy, um, and if we're going to make Ontario work again. I think this is an important question. Sick Kids Hospital. Um, there's no doubt they do f- phenomenal work. There's no doubt they're they're such a a credit to our entire society. But there are people that are are skeptical, I suppose, of of the government's relationship and their influence on schools. And not that they're out of their lane, but there's a lot of epidemiologists, not just online, but I see the TV interviews, I hear them on the radio, and they're not sure that you know um, doctors at Sick Kids have a real concept as to the day-to-day operations of a school. And why would they? I, I, I've never ran a school, so I can't tell a school administrator how to run their school. Are, are you worried there's um, a relationship that is just it's too considerable between either the education minister, the premier, and sick kids? Well, you know, I, I really respect, obviously, the work they do, and they're, they're so amazing in what they do. But I do think that um, and missing from all of the conversations that the government's having with sick kids and pretty much everybody else, again, are the frontline workers. You know, every time I talk to a uh, early childhood educator or an educational assistant or a teacher, I learn something new about, because I'm not a teacher, right? I learn something new about what are the issues, the things they're thinking about. And I believe me when I tell you, I think all the education workers in this province are thinking a lot about these issues right now. And it is really too bad that the government hasn't engaged them in a meaningful way because, uh, you know, the way that they talk to sick kids, because they bring some of that reality check. And that's what we need, right, is it's fine and dandy to say we're going to put in place this or that guideline. But unless, you know, you actually have worked with children who are five years old or six years old, you're probably not going to really know how that's going to play out on the ground in the classroom. It's a really, really important. I, I think it'll be a really, really important conversation every day leading right up to September. Thank you for sharing some time and some insight today, Mart. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Got it. Mart Stiles, uh, MPP for Davenport Education Critic for the Ontario NDP Party. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.